Hello and welcome to Up the Smut Podcast. This is Kate. I am Kate from Romantically Inclined Reviews. And my co-host, Michaela, who is incredibly unhinged, is also here. I felt like I needed to say, like, I am robot or something, because you were like, Kate, I am Kate. I'm like, I am Groot. I didn't haven't seen that movie, but I have seen the meme of that. I try to like tell people now, because I'm like, if someone's tuning in for the very first time, they might need to know whose voice is whose. Yeah. You would never think that romantically inclined would have a shrill, brash Australian accent that is incapable <laughs> of saying the word fuck or cunt um, less than 60 times per minute. <laughs> so That's your charm. Here we are. That's that's one word for it. Charm is a word for it. Um, yeah. yeah. A word no one's ever used except me probably. But No. I have been. Actually, have been... no. That's a lie. Do you know how many DMs we get from people who are like, I love Michaela's voice on the podcast. Oh. Three times people have DM'd me that. Get your ears checked, doll. I have been I have been um, described by my Capricorn friend as an acquired taste, which I think yeah. is actually, you know, that's pretty good. Like that's, you know, it's rude, but not too rude. You know? Yeah. Love that. It almost makes you feel a little bit special. A little bit. I feel special no matter where I am. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> I am the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we decided let's just ride the alien wave and bring mm. you alien romance recommendations because obviously aliens are coming to Earth sometime yep. in the next, I don't know, 60 to 90 days is my prediction. Oh, thank you. If we haven't scared them away as a book talk. Like, yeah. Group. As if they want to see us. Like this is like the, every time something happens, I'm like, this is why aliens don't talk to us, you know? And we deserve that. I'm just thinking like, what if they're hot, but they think we're ugly as fuck. Yeah. And they're well, like, a lot of us are. bodies are disgusting. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, have you ever seen a penis before? Like, That's true. Nothing exciting about that. In my head, though, there are no female aliens. Yeah, that's because in every book that we've read, um, a great plague has wiped them out, leaving space for us to help repopulate. Dream so, come true. 100%. That's, well, not for me. I'm I not like, good with pregnancies. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I won't be much help. Just I like reading the idea, but the idea of some man, alien man, selecting me to help repopulate a planet is like a nightmare to me like just yeah. being perpetually pregnant and having that weight on my shoulders that like my kids are going to also need to just like bang other people's kids you'd feel a bit like a dugger wouldn't you like one of yeah. those fundy christians yeah hmm. like they're yeah. gonna want you to be spitting out baby after baby after baby after baby and i don't think my like, body can do that do they have no. c-sections in outer space Yes, I believe I've read at least one or two books where they have. Oh, good. Now that I think about it, one of the books I'm going to talk about today, it's an, it's like an M, non-binary, but like they're men in this book. Like they go by he pronouns and they are physically male to our standards, but they do not have women at all on the planet. So it's like women don't even exist. So can you really be male without like female counterpart? So, yeah, in the book, they're considered men, but I don't think that I think that they should really be considered non-binary. Anyways, they can't. They both have male parts. They cannot have they do not have wombs. So they ejaculate on the ground and the tree holds a baby for them and then births a baby. You should see. I would do that. Face right now, honestly. <laughs> like I'm like, what? Like what a way to open. Like not even five minutes in, and we've got a fucking tree acting yeah, as a uterus. That is. That's incredible. how I'm giving birth. That is I'm science, birth. bitch. I will have sex on a tree, mm -hmm. and then that tree will hold my baby for me. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm un unfortunately the the baby has to be shot out of your love cannon. What yeah. goes out must come in. What what goes in must come out. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I really hope what goes out doesn't <laughs> come in. Yeah. Comes back in. <laughs> Sometimes, like, I know that because Kate's having another boy. She's already got one boy. I just feel like my son, he would just climb back inside me if he could. Like, he is Norman Bates. You know, just they just love you so much <laughs> that they will not fucking leave you alone. So. I have that to look forward to. Good luck to you. <laughs> 
Good luck. Actually, I can. I think that my son can actually sense finally. Like cha- he has become so clingy. Aww. Just as I'm big enough to be really, really uncomfortable. Mm. Like he's like, let me body slam you. Oof. Let me just like running jump at you, and cause physical harm because he weighs like 35 pounds do you think that alien babies would be like that do alien babies do that because every child i see in a book is like a com- is not a child in a book like i'm convinced that romance writers have never met a child like either a three-year-old is working for nasa or like the five-year-old is you know like still going for a nap and shitting its pants like on command sort of thing you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. Hmm. That is actually, and I get it, like, it's hard to write accurate children because I don't Mm. want to read toddler speak because the only person who understands, unless you're going to write something nonsensical and have the, like, mom or dad character be like, Mm. ah, what he means, like, translating the entire time, that's, like, my life right now, but, uh, yeah, they kind of have to speak like an adult because otherwise I don't want to read it. Yeah, it's like, I'm like, why are you so unfortunate events? Yeah. Sunny Baudelaire. You've never read I do those love books, have you? Oh, I no, I, I own them all and I love them. Ah, love that series. There you go. That yeah. and Cirque de Freak are two series that I loved as a uh, child. I love that. That's well, exciting. Two very fucked up series. <laughs> <laughs> like that tracks. That tracks for you. Okay, so we have a question for you guys. Um, one. Obviously, aliens are out there, but, like, did you believe in aliens before NASA confirmed it? And none of us, like, clocked it. Like, no one cared. Like, there's enough dumpster fire shit happening in the world. Like, my old nemesis Elon Musk challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a cage match or something. Um, But then he refuses to man up. Donald Trump was storing secret documents next to a toilet. Um, All sorts of crazy things. Like, and... Like, and no one cared. Like, it was just literally the least important thing to happen that week, which is fucking insane. Um, but did you believe in aliens before they were confirmed? And number two, would you fuck the aliens? That's all I actually need to know. Kate probably has some more serious questions, but I just need to know, did you believe in them and would you fuck them? Well, here's my issue with it. I am fairly convinced that if aliens exist, they look exactly like the aliens from Signs. And I would not fuck that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I am 100% convinced that is what they look like. Or the aliens from Independence Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like angry aliens. But you know what? The angry aliens probably need to be fucked. That's probably why they're so angry. Wait, did you ever see Spice World? Yeah. Yeah, that's what the aliens look like. Oh, yeah, I'd fuck them for sure. No. 100%. I remember as a kid... Their bellies, their little tiny ass heads and little pot bellies. And I was like, don't do it, Ginger. Well, you know, I was Ginger Spice. I I actually had my hair dyed like Ginger Spice when I was about eight years old, which probably says more about my cunt of a mother than it does about me as a child, but that's fine. Um, This is actually good, the deep dive of aliens. My first experience with aliens was my sister watching the X-Files and traumatizing the shit out of me as a child. Um, to the point where I still have this like visceral full body reaction when I hear the X-Files theme music. Um, I do try to watch it. Um, but yeah, like I think that that, and also Roswell. Roswell was my jam. I did like that show. I was a big Maria and Michael shipper. Did you ever watch that show? No. The original series. No. Oh, I remember it was one of the first like campaigns that, it was going to get cancelled after the first season and all of the characters who are aliens, they would put Tabasco sauce on everything. So fans of the show were actually, they sent in bottles of Tabasco to the CW, I think it was a CW, um, to show how much they loved the show and it didn't get cancelled because they were inundated with bottles of Tabasco. Wow. And then so years later. The <laughs> I wonder if we had to keep all those bottles. I don't know, but like they were lucky. Whoever they were, they're probably still getting through them to this day. They're probably on the front lines now for the writers' strike. You know, like being passed around to be doused on pizza. Um, Look, and then one of the first alien books I probably read was a YA book series. It was series, yeah. Uh, Jennifer Armantrout, the Lux series. And look, if you've watched Roswell, you've read those books. Everyone fucking knows that. You know, it was um, 
abundantly clear she was very, very inspired from those books, series, TV show, that sort of thing. But now we're going to get Kate to take it away because I have hijacked that conversation as I am prone to do. Uh, And she's going to give you some actual book recommendations and it's not going to be a trip down her traumatic childhood and the escapism of television and books. (laughs) I was just going to say that I recently recently watched X-Files. Like my parents watched it when I was a kid and I remember one scene in which a guy was like, being held captive in like a wooden crate mm-hmm. and that terrified me for a really long time and but I was like oh I'll, I'll watch it but it turns out that every single episode ends with like no resolution, resolution. Mm. and I was like wow this is like anti romance readers mm. like I need a happily ever after I need shit to wrap up I want to watch SVU where they catch the guy at the end 95% like, of the time. And Scully, like literally, this bitch is getting fucking snatched up by entities and she's just like, you know what? It could have been a lightning strike. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, stop being <laughs> fuck woman. I know that you're hot, Julian Anderson, but Jesus, like, pay attention. There's aliens. Listen to Fox. I also thought that, that is actually was very, funny. very true. It's almost like too stupid to be an FBI agent trope. Yeah, like too, like too skeptical to fucking realize what's going on. Like, oh, yeah. at some point, lady, you need mm. to just come to terms mm. with the existence of aliens. Exactly. You've seen too at the end. I would expect that at the end of the first season, I'd be like, you've mm. seen too much. Yeah. If they did a remake, it wouldn't be able to be like the cigarette smoking man. It would have to be like the vaping man. Man hits jewel every twenty seconds. They should. <laughs> They should remake it. Oh my god, that's well, no, they can't because there's a writer's strike. Oh yeah. So, but not an author strike, thank God. No. Um, but okay, I guess let's. If I must give a recommendation, I'm going to start obviously with the number one alien romance recommendation that has ever existed, and that is Ice Planet Barbarians by Ruby Dixon. Obviously, I'm not going to break it down for the listeners because. Chances are, if you follow me, you have read this. Here's the deal, though. They are not, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but you're not reading these for quality, okay? It's the same book 17 times. Literally. 17 times. Okay. I'll sidebar on this. The audiobooks, I have had untold amounts of people talking about how you said the audiobook narrator sounds like Reba McIntyre. So many people say that. She really does. She's supposed to be a 22-year-old woman from, like, Georgia. Georgia. Sounds like 40-year-old Reba McIntyre from her show that I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, I was, like, literally tried to listen to it, and then I had to stop. I was like, no, 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 no. Why does this heroine sound 45 years old? But let's go. So when I say that you're not reading it for quality, I don't mean that they are bad. I am not saying that in a derogatory or insulting way to these books. But Ruby Dixon herself has admitted that, like, there are so many plot holes in these. There are questions left unanswered. There are things that logistically do not make sense, like leather panties, uh, mm. where it's just like, you know, you're you're reading them for fun. Um, you're reading them because you can literally, they're such fast. I read them while breastfeeding because mm. I was up at, like, what, 1 a.m., 3 a.m., 5 a.m., 7 a.m., like, every two hours. Mm. And I wanted something that I could that wasn't so crazy, like suspenseful or like, you know, that I could put down because my issue was I was reading books while breastfeeding and I'd get the baby back to sleep. And then I would keep reading Mm. for like another half hour because I couldn't put the book down. And then the next thing I knew I was only sleeping for like 45 minutes in like 45 minutes spurts. So I was like, no, no, I need a book I can put down. And what's great about Ice Planet Barbarians is because they're so formulaic, because they're so much the same story over and over again it was so calming to my anxiety Mm -hmm. also allowed me to like I could easily just put the book down Mm -hmm. and then pick it back up I mean I wasn't gonna put it down for a really long time I was just gonna put it down for like two hours but you know like I wasn't just it wasn't a romantic suspense it wasn't something I had to know the ending so but I don't need to talk about Ice Planet Barbarians because y'all have been there 
That was Reba coming out. Run, y'all. I a lot of mom of- works two <laughs> jobs and loves their kids and never stops. Would it I used be to watch Reba show. Smart if Michaela didn't start singing. <laughs> <laughs> That's on a bingo card. We need to do a bingo That's card. Like reels and like TikToks using that song though are fucking cracking me up. The one where the girl, like the girl has a baby doll and she like puts a little blanket over her baby doll and then it's like a three year old girl and there's like a stripper pole in the room, which is probably like the mom's workout. And she just goes and like does a twirl and then comes back to her baby. But it's just like the <laughs> she best. puts the blanket over the baby's head first. <laughs> Anyways, if you love Ice Planet Barbarians and you're like shit, I wish there were more. I've already read all 17 of Ice Planet and then I read this all 25 of the spinoff series, uh, Ice Home. And then I read everything else Ruby Dixon's ever written. Uh, Her Alien Prince by Presley Hall. It was free at the time. I didn't have KU at the time. So I actually own the first like 12 Ice Planet Barbarians. And it was Ice Planet Barbarians that made me get KU. Because I was like, holy shit. I have just spent like $60 on Ice Planet Barbarian books. You're actually wrong because this is how much I know you better than you know yourself. Kindle got back at you. They said, hey, do you want six months free of KU? See? That's true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. They they were like, you "You should fucking get KU and we'll give you six months. And I tried to cancel it. Mm -hmm. And they were like, we'll give you three more months. But now I pay for it like a fucking... See, like, do you love how I just know these things as like your self-appointed personal assistant? I'm like, actually, that's not what happened. Um, you should have, you should just have like notes that. on me. You have a yeah, notebook over there. Yeah, a bit pathetic that I know that truly, but that's okay. That's just how it is. Um, but yeah, so I, uh, I read Her Alien Prince and I was like, this is literally, and you know how this happens. Like, you know, a book blows up. Mm-hmm. And then you get people who are like, I'm going to capitalize on the hype of that book by writing something mm-hmm. somewhat similar. Yeah. Listen, Her Alien Prince by Presley Hall is like an exact copy of Ice Planet Barbarians, except it is a prison planet, not <gasps> an ice planet. Same deal. Girls kidnapped from Earth, crash land on this planet. One girl is appointed like captain and has to like go, except for these are, a lot of them are like, I don't know where these women were going, but they have like doctors on the, you know, like the, uh, in Ice Planet Barbarians, at least the first 17 books or whatever, Ruby kind of made it so that the women who go, who get kidnapped aren't really well missed on earth. Mm. I'm sure they had friends, but for the most part, they're all like, my parents are dead. I have, yeah. I'm a foster kid yeah. with no connection to anybody in the world. <laughs> I have one sister who was also kidnapped. So like, no one's missing us. Like, which I appreciated because- Nothing takes me out of reading an alien romance more than thinking about their family at home missing them. <laughs> so I did appreciate that. But in Her Alien Prince, I'm pretty sure there were like doctors, like professional women, like very professional women on it. But yeah, they land the same thing. They can't talk to each other. Like he thinks they're mates right away. But, you know, it's all the same jazz. Uh, not as good as Ice Planet Barbarians, in my opinion. But that might have also been because I literally was reading it simultaneously with Ice Planet Barbarians. But if you love Ice Planet Barbarians, you may like this series. It's also on KU. Um, and then, obviously, we have the Rizdiverse series by Ruby Dixon, which I read during my Ugly Heroes Are the Best Heroes uh, whole thing I was going through for a while there. And all the heroes in it are ugly. I uh, think they'll never get a woman and they end up like the women are like, dude, you're hot as fuck. So I wanted to bring up the one I love the most, which is when she belongs. No, wait. Lies. <laughs> I wrote down the wrong name. When she dances is my favorite one. And here's why. It is a super ugly guy who's like half metal. Like his job is like fixing people up on the black market with like metal mm. Pieces. So like he'll you lost your eye, you can't see, he'll put like robot eyes in. Mm. Whatever. He's like mostly so he was like in a war, lost some limbs, lost some other stuff. He has like a metal jaw, his like lower jaw is all metal, and he has like a metal tail, he has like a metal leg. I don't know, he's like half metal. And he spends all his time staring at the exotic human dancer in the window of the club across the street. Mm. And then he finds out that that club is closing. And the owner is selling all the humans. And he's like, I got to get me 
that woman. Uh, he is a virgin, I believe. Uh, yep. And he's like obsessed with her. And she's she has been kidnapped like a long time ago. So she's been a dancer at this club for like eight years or something. And the whole time we know that she's been fantasizing about him like coming in and rescuing her. And yeah. so, you know, it's because this has crossed some like uh, questionable boundaries. So he buys her. And then he's like, I will bring you to Rizdiverse, which is a planet where you can be safe. Um, but you have to fuck me. He's like, I got to fuck you out of my system before I drop you off. Mm. And she's like, down for it. Yeah. But then he's like, actually, okay, I will still drop you off there. You don't have to fuck me. Like, he's like, I just have a huge thing for you. You know, like, then it tries to, like, be less creepy about it. Um, but I don't want to spoil it or anything. But the whole time she's, like, super into it. But it starts out with him being, like, pretty, like, bad at sex in a way. Like, he's just like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. And he's convinced she hates it. And she's like literally having like the best time of her life so i just wanted to bring up that specific book because i've reread it like 12 times <laughs> i just love it so much so yay that's my other recommendation did you oh, yeah i've got recommendations <laughs> i don't you... watching you talk it's cute <laughs> i'm so excited yeah it's the best um look i read a bunch of silly little novellas as i am prone to do uh, look, I've got her alien librarian. I thought that was. Ter- I was like, "Have you read this one?" No, but it sounds amazing. Who's the author? By, by Ivy Knox. Um, I don't know if that's a real name. I don't think so. I would. I would use that name. Okay, so Sam and Milo. They had a one night stand a few months ago, and Milo is like a Draxel dragon within him. Like he's sort of like a shifter alien. Like he's come to mm. Earth. It's the second book in a series of novellas. Um, and he know- he's like known like the dragon knows that Sam is their mate. And are these both- like- is this MF or MM? No, it's MF. Okay, I just want Sam and yeah. Milo in my head are both like traditional. Samantha. Samantha. Okay, um, okay, so it's basically like a second chance romance. It's short and it's like super fast burn because obviously like they're fucked before and it was a really good time. It's just under two hundred pages available on Kindle Unlimited. Um, there is a book like before this, like I said, um, where sort of this plot point is mentioned. But like I think a lot of these books, there's other books in the series, and you can just read whatever. I'm just absolutely insane, like so I do shit like that all the time. Um, look, he runs the local library, and it's really cute. Sam has dyslexia, and her mum is has dementia. And the mum really likes to have, like, someone read to her before bed. And, of course, Milo's like, don't worry, like, I can do it for your mum because I know obviously words are hard for you. So it's really cute in that respect. And, um, yeah, like, it was a cute little book. I liked it. It was cute. So cute. Are they all named, like, her alien something? Oh, wait, duh, it was her and not his alien librarian. I got stuck on librarian. Mm. But, Yeah. yeah, are they all, like, in that vein? Yeah, I think so. Like, and then the third book, it's kind of set up because there's obviously one couple who's been paired off from the first book and then when Sam and Milo met and then, I don't know, it's not like my alien convict or something. Like, it's something along those lines because it's like there's something that has happened that has the local police. Like, this is very, like, anti-cop as well. Like, the police are the bad guys in this story. But a lot happens in 200 pages and it's pretty, pretty seamless. Hmm. so i'm all about it i'm definitely gonna check that one out because i need some more i've been reading a lot of really long books lately you've got to get over that which is very unlike me like usually i break them up with like a novella here and there but Mm -hmm. it's really been even my novellas have been longer novellas so i'm Mm -hmm. like i need something shorter but i am reading through my ally hazelwood books actually right now Ooh, yeah i want to read hazelwood uh love theoretically finally and I'm reading the novellas by her. Mm-hmm. And so not alien, but sometimes it's nice to break up the like super, super raunchy stuff that I typically read with like a sweeter, like it's not a proper romance or like, you know, a, a closed door romance, but mm. it's still nice to maybe only have one sex scene in a book sometimes. I'm like, that seems more like realistic yeah. to me. <laughs> well, I've got an accidental closed door. We don't even get to the bedroom. Like, I was just like, what? Uh, what? Huh? It's fine. It's a romance. It's cute. We'll go you again, and then we'll do okay. my one. But I am I intrigued like, by the idea of you reading something closed door. 
I was, there wasn't, we weren't even in the bedroom. There was no door. <laughs> we were sitting on the lounge together. I was like, where's the fucking? <laughs> Especially if it was a novella. I just assume novellas are like all dirty these days, like filthy. Yeah. Yeah. Like you start fucking and you end fucking. Probably because we really warped our minds with the pumpkin fucking books from last year. Ooh, Ooh how, which though, it's almost October. Ooh. We got to get back in our pumpkin fucking horse. Well, that sounds like a horse is fucking pumpkin. Time to get back on the pumpkin. (laughs) Time to get back on that pumpkin and read some more Halloween-inspired smut because that is, like, the best (laughs) smut in existence. Full on. It's the best. It fucking rocks. It's like, it's what, like, launched everything. Like, people still talk to me about the pumpkins. Can you hear the lambs? Like, it's, like, literally, (laughs) like, literally the pumpkins. Can you hear the pumpkins, Michaela? (laughs) Oh no! There's gonna people are. I swear, people wrote shit just so we would read it. Like yeah. a few people have come, like sent me books and been like, "Will you read this?" Yeah, because they want to be on the podcast, and I'm like, "Yeah, I will." Like you went through all that commitment. Yeah, yeah, we'll I'll do fucking it. Read your weird ass book, Scarecrow oh, fucking books, and oh, whatever. that one was that didn't have a high GA. That was sad. Oh yeah, the one you read. What you got for me, baby girl? Yeah, tell me another okay, one. Okay, so. We're going to go back into one I talk about all the time, but I still feel like there are people out there who haven't read it, and that feels wrong to me. So Choosing Theo by Victoria Aveline. Y'all haven't read it. Why have you not read it? That's my son's name, you sick fuck. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I could just tell you the plot of Choosing Theo, and okay, then yeah. you could – that's the most normal name. The other ones are like Feho, Maxu, oh, yeah. like really uh, a- more alien names. It actually is funny because, I mean – when was the last time you read an alien book where his name was just like Theo? Yeah. Their names are like right. Xander. Xanthu. They always have X's in them. Mm. Um, but anyways, Choosing Theo is, again, a book I read when I requested Ugly Heroes. I won't go super deep into it because I feel like if you listen to this podcast, you probably heard me talk about it before. But it is, uh, you have Theo and, again, humans who are kidnapped from Earth. Of course, no one ever goes like willingly, Um, but they're kidnapped from Earth and they find one human and they're like, hey, you can stay because you have to because you can't get back to Earth, you dumb bitch. Trapped you forever. You can stay, but you have to marry one of our men. But their marriages are weird. Like they're different. They're more for the protection of the women because there was a plague Mm -hmm. and there are way more men than women. Like, I think it's like a 20 to 1 ratio situation. So what the women are supposed to do is marry men, have a baby, leave their baby with the man, go have sex with another man, have another baby. Like, that's kind of like, they're not forced to. Mm. Like, they're allowed to do a marriage and, like, only stay three months. But it is really atypical for the women to stay with a man more than, like, one or two cycles. It's like they used to have faded mates, but then after the plague, like they don't have faded mates anymore. Or do they? Ooh. And so I think the heroine's name is Jade. And she picks Theo, like out of this like mating, like it's kind of like live action Tinder. So you like flip through a binder and you like pick the men, you meet some of the men, like then you get to test up how they are sexually. Like all these alien men go to like husbandry school. To learn how to, like, fuck and cook and, like, cater to their women's every whim. And Jade's like, I pick Theo because he's, like, the only one who isn't, like, doesn't, like, skeever her out. Because she doesn't like the idea of, like, like she like women testing them out. And she realizes, like, no one ever has chooses Theo. So he's not just, like, fucking all these women all the time. Aww. So she chooses him. But Theo never gets chosen, ever, because he's hot by human standards but apparently ugly by although when you describe him i'm like that man is hot like i don't care what you say like alien women love to bang him but like don't want him as a mate or like a a husband but he never gets chosen and so he is convinced that jade is a hit woman sent to kill him (laughs) like the entire beginning of the book like for half of the book is him trying to scare her off and her like, being like, well, this is better than the alternative, so I guess I'm going to stay. Like, I guess, the like, the alien women tend to hate pets. And he has this big, slobbery, like, alien, like, creature. 
and he like introduces it to Jade thinking she's gonna like freak out it turns out it just looks like a, a dog from Earth and she like loves it <laughs> and he's like spoiled again like <laughs> so it's real and then like you know but then it, you know I won't go in it's basically that like it's just like him convinced she's gonna kill him her just trying to like get through the next three months until she can figure out a way to get back to Earth like she just is like but she's like might as well bang this hot guy and he's like don't you dare try to kill me. I will not have sex with you. So, but it's also a little like suspense. Like you're like, who kidnapped them? Where are the rest of the women? What's going on? So the other books in the series are more suspenseful, but in a breath of fresh air, actually in the book, resisting Maxu, which I think is like book four or five, the heroine is happy to be on the alien planet. She like hated her fucking life on earth. Hmm. And she's like, could not be more geeked to be on this alien planet and like be chosen as like one of the women to go to all the different cities and like visit and talk about earth. And she does not want to mate. Like she doesn't want an alien dude. She just wants to like travel and like live her life. Cause she had like an abusive, like ex back on earth. You and know, she's just like geeked. She sounds like the chick that Drake is complaining about in the song hotline bling. She's running out of pages on her passport. You know, okay. mm, I hate Drake. That song. Pardon? Yeah. I've not listened to that song. Hotline Bling. I've heard like uh, the chorus. I think. What the fuck? And you think I'm weird for having never seen Star Wars? Yeah, I don't. I got I into feel... a fight with this guy at work because I was like, "Yeah, I hate the Beatles. Never seen Star Wars. Only just watched Lord of the Rings. Like, didn't really rate it." He's like, "What?" the fuck but like i i was obviously doing it to like inflame a man um but yeah like he was just shooketh your favorite pastime 100 percent, 100 percent. and i was getting paid to do it as well like fucking hell i actually did something i sent one of my well sj tilly if you guys know my long history with her forcibly sending me fucking books and shit i had to leave my house early one morning like literally 6 30 to pick up a fucking book that she had sent me unsolicited it was like an unsolicited <laughs> dick pic and so i'm trying to yell at her via voice note in the tea room and i'm doing this and i'm like fuck you you bitch i hope you stand in dog shit and then she's like you know you should start like a only fans asmr degradation video ch- voice chat i was like that's a really fucking good idea and you'll be fucking paying me for my troubles so yeah, that's a, if you see me I doing do that. I do feel that that would be popular, actually. 100%. 100%. My yeah. beautiful voice that I use. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you have another, uh, oh wait, yeah, tell me about this yeah. uh, lounge chair. Yeah, they were like across the room from each other. Um, so it's called Accidentally Married to an Alien Rockstar by Sierra Storm. I'm going to give you three guesses about what this book's about. Uh, accidental marriage? Yeah, could be. Um, <laughs> yeah, so his name is um, Tayshon <laughs> Ta- and Maddie. So Tayshon is, he's a really famous, but Maddie doesn't know that because, you know, like obviously she doesn't pay attention to these things. Um, hmm. We're pretty new to having aliens kick around. Maddie sort of works at essentially like the airport for space shuttles. What's that called? Like a space station. But it's also not yeah. like because there's like private jets and shit. Anyway, um, so she is on vacay in Vegas and I don't know what she's doing. She's just kicking back, having a glass of vino and sees a hot guy at a restaurant and they start drinking together. And then they think that they're participating in a fake wedding in Vegas. Like I wouldn't never think that a like wedding in Vegas is fake at any point. Like you literally like I anyway um so of course they're wrong wake up the next day it turns out this guy's actually really famous from his home planet um but he is retired he's a retired rock star who I don't I would argue he's not a rock star because he plays the loot I've never seen him like this isn't Mumford and fucking sons you know what I mean um and he retired after he nearly beat a man to death with his loot but this guy's like a skinny little beta do you know what I mean like it's not much of anything this book is also less than 200 pages let me just say that um so when he tries to go to get the marriage annulled he doesn't have his love marks he's like well it's obviously like I've been tricked bamboozled you know hoodwinked um because he was a little alien bitch who couldn't handle his liquor and then 
they have to stay on Earth for three months to see if the, like, you know, to not get the annulment. Anyway, they don't listen to that and they end up going back to his home planet where it reminded me a lot of, you know, that original movie, what is it, The Time Machine, how, like, people are just, like, really good-looking and stupid. Like, that's all his planet is known for, just, like, being hot and dumb. Like, they have no infrastructure. They live in, like, a wheat field, but, like, (laughs) everyone's just real hot, you know, like, and he's super famous. Um, And so I went into this thing, I'm like, well, surely there's going to be some, like, good sex, you know, because – but I was so wrong. There was no sex. I don't even remember them kissing, really. But of course they fall in love. They do get the annulment. I will say that. I'm not recommending this book by any stretch of the imagination because if you two have been lied to reading this book, I try to also read books with like less than 50 ratings. <laughs> I don't know why I do these things to myself, but. No, I, I just love that because it, it you could find a gem. I didn't with and this then we one, get but that's to, like, okay. <laughs> break it out into the universe and recommend it. Not that, not this one. It sounds not like. this one, but the next one. I'm just, I'm gonna keep the momentum rolling because the next one is completely like if you didn't know that this book was written by this author, you would swear that I wrote this book because it is called. Let me just check it with my little thing. Okay, it's called Leashed, an alien pet romance by oh. Loki Renard. So. This is about Jen and Arkham. I think that's his name, yeah. Um, so, so this is another novella and it is one of the most cuckoo bananas things. So it starts out, Arkham owns essentially what is a pet store on his planet. Um, he comes from a really wealthy family, but for some reason he just wants to own a pet store that sells human pets. Um, Jen, I feel like I might have, I might have heard of this book. I might have heard of this recommended. Absolutely um, incredible. It. it was it was everything. Um, so Jen is returned by her family because they've tried to put her in a tutu. Um, <laughs> she's, supposed to just, she's supposed to just deal with it. Um, and she's just like, what the fuck is this? You know, like, fuck you, motherfucker. Somehow she's like halfway through the door screaming at people. The aliens also kind of like telepathically communicate with one another. So they're just like looking at each other and she's like, stop fucking talking about me in your heads, you motherfucker. Like all this like crazy ass. I'm like, Jen, the fucking baddest bitch of them all. Um, and then there's this new guy, a new human who Arkin has stolen. And she's just like, oh, and they make you mate with people for fun. And they like feed you this stuff and they like take you for walks. And he's like, that sounds really fucking cool. And then there's sort of a flashback and we see what life on earth is like. And Jen talks about how there was a social revolution where people literally ate the billionaires. They ate them, (laughs) cannibalized them, killed them. They ate the motherfucking rich. See what I mean? Like, is this not a book that Michaela like, (laughs) like endorses? And so Jen is just like, fuck this. Jen's been in jail and she's like five foot two. Like she's just a crazy ass hoe. And Arkin essentially, he goes to Earth to snatch these people up. But it's not really, like, a bad thing to be snatched up because Earth is a fucking dumpster fire, as it is now. But, I mean, we still have the billionaires. We haven't gotten to cannibalism yet. It's in the not-too-distant future. Anyway, so Arkin is just like, well, I know that Jen is special and I know that I can train Jen. So he – it's just like a BDSM sort of, you know, like training exercises on her. She gets a really good spanking, gets, like – fucked with this alien dildo that's like crazy double penetration Arkin has some brothers but they don't get involved in it but like I think that if there's future books they'll be part of it it was pretty like honestly for something that was like under 200 pages I could get on board with that 100% I want to just end the podcast and download this I I just (laughs) I just don't think you can top that sorry like (laughs) yeah but the way she was just like and then we ate them like they ate the billionaires. I was like, yeah. Does it have? Does it have an HEA or is it like erotic? Yeah, and like she's, okay. but she is like chaos. She's the best. You'd love it. It's like I'm, it's got an HEA with other political things going into it that could potentially mean more books. Hmm. That's all I'll say. After I'm I've said everything book. else about the book, who was the author of that one again? That is, I'm pretty sure it's Loki Renard. I want to say okay. yes, Loki Renard. I'm writing this down. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. Now I feel like that should have either opened or ended the podcast because like 
my shit by comparison. Okay. Um, it's not as not as wild. Okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go to my wild rec then, which is Alien Meat Market by Lizzie Beckwin. I've talked about this before. Humans are kidnapped for eating, I guess. I don't know. They're like they think she's like a cow, like the equivalent of like a cow. Mm-hmm. I'm like in their standards, they think she's like a like she wears a collar that makes it so she can't talk. It like and it just makes her seem really dumb. And so they think she's literally like produce or not produce because that's like vegetables and fruit, but like livestock. I would, I would, yeah, there like, we go. I would argue that's produce, especially. Okay, if you so there you go. They think they think she is a farm animal essentially, and they purchase her because like they're again there was a plague of some sort that like wiped out all the women on their planet they are slowly their people are dying off and i think like something like triggers in one of their bodies that's like oh maybe like she could like be something to us but if you like dr kink they basically bring her back strap her down and check her out and they're like sticking fingers in all the orifices and like she still is wearing the collar so she can't like talk to them and be like i am a person with like thoughts outside of like moo and she just like drools and like makes like an, a moaning noise that's like the only noise she can make and they're like literally giving her like orgasm after orgasm after orgasm as she's like strapped to this table and they don't even know they're giving her orgasms like and then they realize she's a person and like she could save them and stuff but yeah i just remember being like what the fuck it was my first experience with like that like doctor kind of kink-esque so there's also alien skin market which is like along the same lines so if you it's pretty wild I think it's pretty short and I don't remember feeling like it should have an HEA like I remember being like I do not feel the actual chemistry here I kind of felt like they were I can't remember if this is skin market or meat market but in one of them I or the human actually no that might be the human vessel one we read when I was reading about horn fucking there's one called like their human vessel you know horns. that quote when it's like i've read a book and i've lived a thousand lives like that's us like <laughs> would you could you imagine saying oh, i was just reading this book like to a normal person that you've met like i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go to work today i'm gonna tell my co-workers i'll be like yeah my friend was telling me about this horn fucking book and they would be like what like i don't think that they understand that like books besides colleen hoover exists and they're gonna learn i went to a i went to a halloween party last year where all i did was talk about horn fucking books perfect i yeah, would expect nothing less yeah because my friend my best friend danny she has like friends who follow me and she follows me but like she doesn't read romance she just follows me for like best friendship but she has like a lot of friends who actually like follow me and she'll be like oh my god my friends really want to hang out with you based on like the shit you're posting and i'm like they probably don't <laughs> I think they have a very wrong impression of me. They think I'm a lot cooler than I am. You are very cool. So. You're very cool. Oh, my son thinks so. You yeah. think so. 100%. My husband does not think so. Well, he's missing out. No. Okay. He's actually been bullying me lately. Uh, for everyone who thinks bully romances are hot, they're not. He keeps sending me pictures where in the I'm in the background making a horrible face like where I didn't know a picture was being taken so he sent me like a picture of his mom like a really cute picture of her where she's like holding up like a little like I think my mom like made her some uh I don't know boiled down some raspberries and made some sort of simple syrup or something she's like super cute in the picture and in the background it's just me making like the most atrocious face looking like I haven't seen the light of day in like six days and he just sent it to me, no context. He just sent it to me yesterday. And I was like, why are you abusing me? Like, yeah. I am pregnant. Like, why are you sending me? <laughs> with your child, literally. I was like, you're so rude to me. Um, but I've also talked about this book a lot. And I'd like to continue because I'd like to continue on the Dr. Kink train, which is this book. Well, it's actually, a, this is a novella called Cree Captivity that I was talking about at the beginning where there are no women. There are no female aliens on this planet. The, like and they don't shit or anything like they have buttholes but it's like just for like fucking nobody i don't agree with that <laughs> nobody poops i know i honestly i want to make one of those things like 
you know, Becca, our queen Becca. It's like, this is what men don't deserve. I'm like, I want to do what I need to brush my hair to do that, obviously. I have an idea. And it's like, we need to talk about like shitting in books. People shit. Okay. Like everyone shits. I also want to talk about how like so many books I read, like just do a doggy style. That's the best. That's the best position. Okay. That's something a little bit personal. We're all friends here and perverts. Uh, Another thing is like appointments. Like nobody's walking around with perfect fucking waxed assholes and eyebrows in these things. Like we need to see you going to the salon to get your shit fixed. Well, here's the issue. In a Tessa Bailey book, she did go do that, but then she had sex right away. Yeah, you you know how I know that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I made a reel about that. Thank you. Yeah. For mansplaining that to me. I appreciate it. That was like right when we like first connected. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Physically. And mentally and emotionally, all of the above. But yeah, I totally recommend this series if you want something fucking off the wall. So Cree Captivity is the novella. It is human men crash land on this planet. They are taken in by this like group of aliens uh, called the Cree. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Fucking, I don't know. But it's K-R-I-E. And they're acting all like nice and friendly Turns out they are actually, like, kidnapping the humans. And they give them this, like, fruit that makes them incredibly, incredibly horny. And they cannot stop being horny until they have someone come in their ass. Oh. Yeah. So the humans are, <laughs> the humans are like, we're not fucking you. And the aliens are like, you're gonna fuck us eventually. Because this will drive you insane. Because you're going to want to fuck so bad. And so at the end of the novella, it's literally just a fuck fest. Like, Hmm. there's humans being fucked into other humans. Um, There's, like, a wrestling match. And, like, the loser gets fucked. There's someone fucking an alien fucking a human. It's, like, someone gets fucked with, like, the hilt of a knife. So, and this is just a novella. This does not have an HEA. No one in this... I'm drawing a box in my camera. Uh, Nobody in this, like the main character of the next book, Xerxes, the full length book, uh, is not Alex. I think his name is, isn't even, you don't even meet the hero. Like they're literally just fucking a bunch of like random people. At the end of the book though, they are brought to Xerxes, who I picture at first and always as the God guy in the movie 300. (laughs) Because what was this? Xerxes, I think was his name. This is Xerxes with Z-E-R-C-Y. But anyways, the novella is very long, or the, the sorry, the full-length novel Xerxes is very long and actually, like, you get much tamer than the, like, fuck-fest novella. So, like, Alex is given to Xerxes and all of his people, and they're like, hey, like, Xerxes, like, you're basically gonna be, like, my human companion. And he's like, I'm not gonna fuck you. And Xerxes like, Whatever. He's like, I'm going to love you anyways. And there's like a scene where Alex is strapped down. They're trying to learn the human body. And so there's like tentacles like going in him. And yeah, he's like, fuck you guys. And they're like, we're going to make you orgasm 15 times. But like no one does other than that scene, which he doesn't actually get touched by another alien without his consent. It's like the the tentacle. They don't have tentacles. The tentacles are like a non-sentient doctor equipment. So... But it is interesting because, like, in the book, like, no one is actually other than the fuck fest in which they all did consent. They Yes, they were drugged, but they did. But, you know, it was very weird because you think this is very non-consensual. But in Xerxes, he's like, I want to, like, it's fine. You'll want me eventually. And he does. So it's a wild book, though. I highly recommend it. This, well, this I love that. That sounds like that scene in The Matrix. What's the second Matrix where they're all, like, at the rave have you never seen those movies i saw the first matrix i don't think i ever saw any of the others and i saw it in like a nine inch tv screen like Uh nine inch a long time ago long time ago you know the average dick length nine Hmm. inches yeah i have just under nine inches would you like my last one yes i would okay it's called alien tides by january bell and this is about Tredion and Meg, Megan, I think her full name is. Um, it is a spin-off of a book series, which I didn't read um, and I didn't realize either. 
but it was fine. Like I had no trouble understanding what the fuck was going on. It kind of opens up with Meg with a group of human women, essentially like on a submarine, they're being sent to, I don't know if it's like so much like a diplomatic mission or like they kind of understand that it's going to be like a repopulation thing. Cause of course there was a plague, um, but it is an underwater alien world. Hmm. Yeah. Like that but Kevin Costner like movie. Mermaids? No, not like mermaids. They're like aliens. And it's mentioned several times that he is not slimy like a fish because they're all worried about that. But um, so she's with the group of human women and they're basically put into this like Hunger Games arena slash like a maze runner labyrinth um, mm. where they'll be hunted by the men to see if they're their mates. Like they're not going to be hurt, but like it's going to be like, sexy little primal player sort of thing i know um and anyway so like that's like i'm like writing it all down yeah you're like write it down write it down (laughs) um so meg catches the eye of the maze's architect when she first arrives and it's pretty like it's not traditional for them to go into the maze which they would usually do with their women to see like i don't know kind of this that's obviously like a bit of a plot hole like if you're vibing with someone you're vibing with someone but he is allowed to go into the maze to find her and it's just a cute short little novella. And he's like, I don't have as much money or status as some of these other people. And she's like, are you a kind man? And there's actual fucking in this book. So that's good. And she's wearing like a wetsuit for it. So it's like, it's very like, you know what I mean? Like Hunger Games kind of vibe. Like, mm. it's cute. cute little How does she breathe underwater? Well, I don't know if it's like so much like underground caverns or something. Like the uh-huh. world building was not like too over the top but it's maybe if you read the actual series it was based on bitch they just arrived on this fucking alien planet like there was some other build-up but now we're in the alien aquatic world okay (laughs) don't fucking don't even don't don't do it don't (laughs) okay it's like now kate's like shit we gotta wrap this up michaela's making tiktok noises again that's my favorite yeah I love TikTok noises. Um, okay, I'll just fly through a couple yeah. other racks. I won't go super, super deep into super. I said super deep, super duper deep and super deep. I said a sidebar. Deep. I love how I'm always sidebarring. I was talking to a customer at work, and I said something like "no worries" or "all good," and then but they got jumbled in my head, and I said "no good." <laughs> <laughs> no all good. worries. All worries. <laughs> No worries, all good. No good. Oh my god, Michaela. Sorry, okay. Keep right. going. Sorry. Let's flip. Uh, I won't go. Yeah, like I said I won't go super deep into these. I'll just if you're looking for a couple extra racks, none of the ones we talked about sparked an interest in you, or I don't know, you've read them all already because you follow us and I talk about them all the time. Uh, first, obviously, is Strange Love by Anna Guire. I thought about that actually. I just wrote that down while you were talking about the Hunger Games esque one. Because it is literally humans on a planet, uh, and they the aliens have to like compete in like a Hunger Games situation, or the humans do. Somebody does. I don't know, but it was a really it's a really sweet book. But uh, the guy, the hero, does not have a dick. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for like creative ways to have sex with a species that does not have a penis that involves fingering his neck folds this book might be for you. It is actually recommended a lot as just being a really sweet, uh, like he is a very sweet alien. He's also kind of like a loser on his planet, I'm pretty sure. So no one expects a human to choose him. So yeah. (laughs) That's why we dream of going to a planet where we would be revered because we're all losers. Okay. Also, there's Good Deeds by Catherine Moon, which is a bit unique in that no one is super alien, but the heroine is an alien. I think she just looks kind of like a human, though. And in her species, the women are supposed to, like, run the nest and be, like, stay-at-home wives. She doesn't want that. She wants to be a alien whatever. Um, like, uh, what is she, like a mechanic? She, like, floats around in her ship. Maybe a pirate? I'm not sure. It's been a while since I read it. And she goes into heat, though, and she is forced to take refuge in a male sex robot brothel. Ooh. So 
she uh because if anyone if she like bonds or like i think has sex with a man of her species during heat she'll like make like bond with them Ooh. and then be like their wife kind of or like you know so she doesn't want to give them that power so it's like three sex brothel sentient sex brothel robots like they're again like let's just pull irobot back in here and yeah sense. um they're like sentient so they're they are still like one of them can like make their dick bigger and smaller one of them's grumpy as fuck my favorite <laughs> uh okay and then i think i can wrap it up with Ch- the chosen series by stacy jones i think it's just chosen is the first book by stacy jones this was a really interesting book it's actually a series i think it might be five books i didn't finish the series because at the time it wasn't complete and mm-hmm. i got lazy but it is unique in that it is a heroine who is on this alien planet for some reason i'm not attracted to these aliens they are like bald and gray and pointy eared and like so like they're not like humanoid i mean they're they're human shaped but they're not like choosing theo is like he's just a a tattooed human basically (laughs) and this i guess i was just like i don't know i wasn't like super into them but they're the losers of their planet too like they're like we'll never find a, a woman to mate us she lands on the planet they cannot communicate but there is no magic way that they learn to communicate like you know in ice planet barbarians they get shot with lasers into their head <laughs> or they have like translator chips always or like you know like all the workarounds that all these alien romances do in this one though like it's straight up like at least a book and a half where they're like slowly learning each other's language by like pointing at shit fuck yeah and so i thought that was really cool where i'm like that is really hard to write I really respect Stacey Jones for going that route because she could have gone the like human was kidnapped but injected with the thing to be able to talk to the aliens when she lands on the planet. No, it's like literally over a book where they're just like, no one knows what the fuck's going on. It is a reverse harem. Why choose situation? That's how their planet does it. Like men work with one woman. And it was also interesting. I think there's like three to start. And then later she like brings in like an even losery loser into the pack as well she's like i want you to be a part of my harem too and the other aliens are like when they eventually meet them are like girl you should not be with these losers like you should be like with like cooler aliens or like you know winners like yeah who are some winners and she's like no i love my losers they are mine and so i don't there was like a little bit of like not suspense necessarily but angst in terms of like the people aren't really happy there together and yeah, I can't, again, it's a bit, I read this also while I was breastfeeding, so I'm not sure what was real and what was a dream. All of it. It's all a dream. It's all a dream. But I, that's like a five book series or something um, that I thought was pretty unique. So if you're looking for like a more unique alien romance, um, I thought that one was pretty cool. Then obviously there's, I mean, I Married a Lizard Man by Regine Abel, if you're looking for really sweet lower heat no angst like these at least with the couple their arranged marriage series where the humans know what they're getting into but the humans are also kind of aliens some of the time like they also live on alien planets um they're like i don't know if they're like refugees or something and then viper by naomi lucas will be my last one that's a snake series uh humans like go for a research like facility situation on this planet where like there's nothing supposed to be alive there anymore turns out these snake alien men are still alive the human men trade the female scientist for like technology and she's like what the fuck like i'm like literally a professional what do you how are you going to explain to our higher-ups that you're like selling me basically and they're like that is a problem for a different day uh bye (laughs) and i'm pretty sure the alien they have like have all the snake women like left because all the snake men were like rapists wow not these guys in particular that the books are about but like there was like their dads were all like basically rapists and so the human or sorry the alien snake women all disappeared like they just like went to a safe haven somewhere i don't know if that's resolved later um not in the books i've read and so i'm pretty sure they have two dicks and they're huge of course good but it's definitely like an enemies to love like she's not happy to be there he just wants to like 
love her. Like, he's just so happy to have a human. But they also have, like, they're very territorial, so, like, they're not really friends with each other. So they have to, like, they're, like, always in danger that, like, she's going to be kidnapped and, like, taken by another snake or, like, alien man. So, yeah. Jesus Christ. There's a lot of cum. A lot of cum. Yeah. So fluid kink is your thing. Enjoy. And there we go. That is all the alien romances that I crossing them all off that i wanted to talk about today so we sorry if like on one, i literally you know. i had 49 books on my goodreads shelf yeah and i picked a, i narrowed it down mm-hmm. i think and we did well i think that there was some absolute bangers in there yeah and i, I am that. like i need to finish my novella from ali hazelwood and then i'm fucking downloading leashed the yeah. alien pet romance you're just gonna be like this is unhinged and you will love it you're yeah. welcome. Enjoy. There, it does remind me of the other, ugh, I don't know what it was called, by MX Alex. Um, they wrote uh, an alien one where like the it's like a bug almost, like an exoskeleton, and it's like a humans are slaves on the planet. Like he's just like cleaning people and like sex slaves, like whatever the aliens want them to be and the hero the human hero is like deaf and like nobody realizes it they all think he's like an idiot and they abuse him a lot and it turns out he is deaf and the new alien guy who's supposed to like whip him into shape is the first one to like realize like this guy can't like literally cannot hear me mm-hmm. so like everyone's been like beating him and stuff it was a pretty like gr- like rough uh book Fuck i only yeah. read the first but I do remember that the alien dude vibrates a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just pretended to, to vibrate. She was vibrating. It was really cute. Um, <laughs> we should definitely have a. We need to do a live show. Let's do a live show like next week. Just do it on Instagram. What do you reckon? Tell oh, we definitely time. could. Yeah. It's been a while. We've done that before. It's been a hot minge since we've done it. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's get it popping. I almost never go live on Instagram. It's Too scary. Many can be made. Yeah. It is so scary to go live on Instagram, but we will do it for you guys if you want to see it. Yeah. But you people have to tune in or it's going to be really that. depressing. And it's just me okay. and Michaela. You're pretty famous. I think you'll we'll, we'll get a crowd. Last time it was just some guy asking like sexual questions to me though. <sighs> yeah. Enough that like other people were like dude stop like in the oh comments god. they were like what the fuck are you doing so keep it in the dm oh my god i'm loving how i'm yawning i'm so sorry guys i have mentally like, like, new. like, as <laughs> like for you. i know i know and I've but you've been up like, for so long i woke up at 4 30 this morning yeah so like yeah longer than most average children and my cats are being so cute like i'm actually gonna have to call my manager and say i cannot come in because they are fucking adorable right now you should be allowed to bring a little picture and like tape it up at work yeah well i mean like people will try to steal my cats because they're so cute um they're just adorable i'll send you one on snapchat so you'll be like oh my god look at them do it well thank you to everybody who tuned in to this alien romance recommendation episode i think keeping it to an hour is really impressive of us Mm -hmm. i am um in awe of our ability to uh cut it down Stunning and brave, honestly, I believe. Yeah. I I could just talk. Like, literally, I feel like I should just bring up my Goodreads one day and just talk for, like, six hours into this and be like, here's everything I read in the last year. Um, but, yeah, I guess let me know. Let us know if you've read any of these. If you DM the Up the Smut podcast page and we do not respond for, like, a week, it is because I almost never check it. So I just – I have so many DMs in my other – just page DM that I'm, I'm DM'd out by the time I like check up the smut. It doesn't mean we're ignoring you. It's just I literally only check the up the smut podcast like on the days I actually post an episode. So if you really need me, it's super urgent. You can contact me on my romantically inclined page instead. I will likely respond there. Um, you can talk to yeah. me. I'm not as famous as Kate, obviously, but I am just as funny and mentally ill. She hides it a lot better than I do, though, obviously. Yeah, although my therapy was canceled last night, so she's out there. She was like, "I'm sick." I'm like, "Okay, if I have to pay, if I cancel with less than 24 hours notice, 
I feel like I should get paid if you cancel with less than 24 hours notice. 100. I am in a mental health crisis, my friend. I always am, though. I've been in a mental health crisis for like 30, almost 32 years, so I can handle it pretty well. We can do this. We believe. Except it's just like me like crying and my husband being like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I read a really sad children's book that made me sad. That happened, actually. I was reading my son a book for bedtime. and Let's I review that one next time. Yeah, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, we'll just, like, up the smut, and it'll be, like, down the smut. Mm. Now we're reviewing children's books. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, well, thank you okay. so much for tuning in, guys. You know that we love you. We love your faces. We love your dad. Um, I'm not too sure about your mother, though. have some mummy issues, obviously. We've touched on that a couple of times this episode. But... Say you say the ending, Kate. I can never remember it. I get fucking. Yeah, I never know. You kind of made it up. It was stay smutty, stay slutty, and read whatever the fuck you want. But if you read what we recommend, please tell us because we survive off compliments and Mm -hmm. recognition. Praise, good girl. Yes, tell us, good girl. Thank you for the recommendations. Okay, bye.